Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is November 1st. 2020 no segments for this episode just more florida state football rambling um daylight savings time go back an hour um so in in honor of that the question is will florida state continue to go back or go backwards or will they you know put something together over these last uh five games which consist of uh Pittsburgh NC State Clemson Virginia and Duke um And I honestly can't tell you. I mean, you know, yesterday I look at a team like Boston College that almost beat Clemson, albeit they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. But still, you've got the number one quarterback and and, uh, the number one quarterback from the previous uh, high school year filling in for Trevor Lawrence so it really wasn't a drop off he threw for 350 something yards so but just to uh, for that first year coach to get that team to go in there and compete with them that's motivation that's getting the players to buy in um and that's just a different Boston College program now. And, um, you know, I wasn't, I'm not expecting Norvell to change the world in year one. But, like I've said many, many times on this podcast, Norvell's. Hardest job and or greatest accomplishment would be to get this team to play hard for uh, 60 minutes. And he's only got them to he's only gotten them to play hard for really a half. I don't even give them credit for the Jacksonville State game. Because that, that game shouldn't even have been a game. So I'll give them a half against North Carolina. And that's really it. You know, and the four losses just been total embarrassment. You know, and I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer, but. You know, motivation is the key. Buy-in is the key. And uh, I think he kind of lost some credibility 
with the um, George Floyd situation. I think if the George Floyd situation hadn't happened, I think, you know, this team would have been all in. But when you just blatantly lie like that, you know, it is it, going to cause problems. But, um, it, you know, the whole team is saying and he's saying that that's behind him. I, I don't know. I don't know if it is. Um, you know, I've probably been over everything about this team a hundred times this week. So the main thing right now is just like preparation for Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I've seen some stuff on YouTube. So I just hope that, you know, it's it's preparation and motivation at this point. You know, what kind of team do they want to be? I mean, I think we know what kind of team the fans want them to be. But I, I think if this team comes out motivated like they were in those first two quarters against North Carolina, I think they can go 4-1 and one over this final stretch. I'm not going to say easily go 4-1, and one, but they can go 4-1. and one. Um, um, It's going to be hard, but I think they can do it. Um... Like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell would come in and be a uh, miracle worker in year one, but he didn't help himself with the George Floyd situation, and um, you know he had some players that left, he had some players that he had to get rid of, but still, I think you got enough talent to win games. You know, and if he can go six and five in his first year, I mean, that would be good. That would be awesome. Um, I mean, then obviously you would have to get some more of your guys in there to buy into your, you know, uh, scheme and your program. Because um, a lot of these players are still reeling from Jimbo Fisher and Willie Taggart sagas and um, you know it is what it is you know my opinion on these last five games I think is going to be I think you can win the Pittsburgh game and maybe the Duke game I think the other three games losses so I I think they're going to go four and seven That's my prediction. Because I just don't think they're going to be able to recapture the the magic from the North Carolina game. The first half of the North Carolina game. I don't think they're going to be able to recapture 
that magic. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think they're gonna be able to do it. I think um, for whatever reason they refused to start Tua Feely. He should be the starter at running back, in my opinion. Um, no, Cam McDonald should have at least. 30 to 35 catches by now in my opinion he's not a focal point of the offense and he should be um defensively liabilities everywhere nobody's playing hard so um and and I could be wrong about playing hard they're just not making plays they're not playing fundamental football because I've, I've actually watched some other uh, podcasts and YouTube stuff where guys have broken down the film and you see effort, but just not fundamentally doing the right thing. So that's coaching. Jordan Travis, we probably wouldn't have two wins if Jordan Travis wasn't the starter. And I'm not trying to cast him aside, but let's let's face it, he's limited as a thrower, as a passer. And um, I think you got to give Chubba Purdy a, a look, a serious look. Because um, I think he has the best combination of passer and mobility like I've said like all this week um so we um and I hate to sound I hate to come on here and sound monotone and down but like I said I just I looked at the the Boston College Clemson game and it's just of what a first year coach can come in there and he he took over that program like late he took over that program late okay he didn't get an early jump um i think he like i don't let me see i'll have to look it up at any rate i think he took over after he didn't have as much time as norvell did And, uh, you know, just look at the kind of play he's getting from that team. You know, it just speaks to, you know, just buying. Okay, they, um, I'm just trying to read the article. Um, it's not really saying when they hired the guy. Okay, they hired. They hired this dude on December 14th. So, uh, um, kind of around the same time, 
I guess. Still looking. Um. It's kind. Of, it's crazy though. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I'm. I was looking up the stuff for the head coaching thing, but it says this was last year, almost a, a year ago. Florida State fired head coach Willie Taggart after a 27 to 10 loss to Miami Saturday. The Seminoles were four. And five and three and four in the ACC were dominated in the loss by the Hurricanes. He had four. I mean, in all four losses this year, the team has probably given up maybe 2,500 yards of offense, the defense. And. I just think Willie Taggart did a better job. First year compared to Mike Norvell's first year. So you say what you want, but um that's just how I feel about it. Man, at the end of the day, Mike Norvell is the guy we got, but I, I just think you know, you just didn't give Willie enough time. Not that I would want him to come back, but and I've been all over the place with the Willie Taggart uh, situation. I'll admit that, but it just sucks right now. I mean, just hopefully in the future we can we can get back to being what we used to be, and um. And um, <laughs> I just I just want my team to be great again. No pun intended. Um, like I said, I done broke this team down every day this week. I mean, next week is gonna be more, or this week is gonna be more just Pittsburgh stuff and what they do, and um, that's it. Um, hopefully Mike Norville will have this team ready to play. Hopefully he won't go into another press conference and use that as an excuse. So we'll see. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. Please vote. Election day is coming up November the 3rd. Please vote. And as always, go Knowles. <laughs>